What up, Tate Schoolers? This is Ernest Tate, your host of the Tate School of Fitness Fitness Corner. And on today's episode, we have Mr. Reggie B.J. Cummins. He is the founder and lead skills trainer of Swoops Hoops Foundation. B.J. is going to tell us what he has going on with his organization and what else and how health plays a role in his life. If it plays a positive, negative role or any role in his life. Uh, welcome, B.J. We are happy to have you. Thank you for having me here at Tate School. Welcome, schoolers. Um, I'm BJ, as, as he said. Um, I'm with Swoops Hoops Foundation. Our foundation focuses on, on skill building, character development, also wellness, education, health. Um, how health and wellness plays a big part in our organization is that we try to keep the kids active, try to give them good food to eat during our snack time, during our training sessions. And for me, wellness, um, I, I have to be in shape because I have to keep up with these kids. Exactly. And, and to be able to order, and to chase them around, to train them, be in the gym with them every day. I have to be excited, so I have to be in shape. And being in shape is a big role in that. Um, also, I'm with the Georgia Soul Women's Professional Team. And with, with a lot of traveling, dealing with professionals, wellness plays a big part and that because your physical health is going to keep you in shape and going to keep you going keep you on the court and that's what we need our ladies to do to stay on the court absolutely so uh with that being said keeping the uh the ladies on the court professional team how long have you actually been working with professional athletes um about three to five years now good a good solid four years okay okay how is that different from actually working with the kids because i know that um of course there's a difference these people are actually making a living off of this but what do you do you approach it differently when you're working with kids than when you're working with professionals um working with kids is a lot more fundamentals um that i try to focus on working with the the pros they kind of have the fundamentals down we kind of get into that we always have to go back to the basics but with pros you have to be on point with everything you do because they're going to ask you questions they're going to know why they have to do certain things and you want to be able to push them to that next level with kids, you want to see them grow, so you're going to start at one point, hope they get to that next level, and keep advancing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I actually had the pleasure of actually helping you with one of your camps, and I, it was it was very rewarding because you saw the kids. In the beginning, they did not kind of know what was going on, but by the end, they actually had a very better understanding of the skills and the fun, and the fundamentals that you was teaching. And um, it, it was a lot going on, so you do have to stay in shape because they was running all over the place. But it was really, really cool to witness that. Um, as far as with the foundation uh, that you actually started, what made you start this foundation? What was the passion behind this? Um, the passion behind it was coming up, I didn't have a, a trainer or it was hard to, to reach guys to try to get them to help me to per- perfect my craft coming up. So I wanted to be that outlet for these kids and be able to give back to our community and help these kids basically make a living. Um, because, like I say, sometimes these kids come from underserved or under-resourced communities. So to be able to give back was kind of my passion behind starting the program or the foundation. Okay, that's really cool. Um, because actually, BJ is a Augusta native like myself. And we actually grew up in the same neighborhood, playing on the same courts. And he'll tell you it was tough we had a lot of competition we had a lot of talent in our neighborhood but then we didn't we didn't have anywhere to actually channel it and that was um that's why i appreciate what bj is doing because he's giving these kids a chance to channel their their talents into a into a positive into a actually a uh a larger uh a scale 
uh, than just in a neighborhood because we had playground legends, but these individuals, that was it. They capped off in the playground, which is uh, okay for some people if that's what they want. But if you want to actually have a living or actually go to college for free or just, it teaches you so many different skills as far as just to handle, how to handle life through sports is uh, us athletes and former athletes or whatever you want to call us. We uh, understand just actually publicly speaking uh, and having the confidence to, to take lead instead of sitting back and following. We learn all that through uh, this thing we call sport, which is of course good. Uh, but also, also speaking on that too, in the neighborhood growing up, uh, playing ball and playing at the various different parks uh, with, who are you working with anyone in our old city or where, where do you mostly most of the time where do you actually hold your your camps for the kids um most of my camps are either here at Beltel community center which is now called henry brickham where we grew up at because i kind of have pride in that neighborhood so i always try to go back um and also at trinity cme church um it's a good good church they're right there by where i graduated high school at glendale's high school and like I said, I dealt with the pastor for years. He was like, it's anytime I want to use facility, he welcome me in. And anytime I'm de- dealing with kids, he said, just, just bring them there. Um, some of the coaches that I kind of deal with, like I say, Tate, he's came out, did some of the counts. Um, my guy, Jawan Bailey, was coach at Josie High School. Um, he's came and done several counts, which is a good friend of mine. Like I said, we played at the same park, also grew up together. So I really respect this game. And respect his hustling as a coach. He's top notch. Absolutely, that's my guy. They were trying to get Jawan on the show. Uh, hopefully soon to talk about the later Eagles of TWJ. Um, with well, that's actually a good thing. Uh, actually, that's a beautiful thing that you have the you can get the facilities so that you can um, uh, actually have your camps uh, held. Because uh, most of the time, actually getting a space is difficult for a lot of people. You know, when I when I first started, that's why I took it outside because I was trying to get these these gyms, but it was very competitive. And then if you didn't have the, the you didn't know the correct people to talk to, it was just a difficult task. So that's a good thing um, as far as having that space. With speaking about the space, though, or do you feel like eventually you're gonna try to get your own facility, or you know, or where are you going in that? Um, well, right now I'm in the works of actually trying to get my own facility, finding finding some land and somewhere to build on, um, because like you like you just spoke on, it's hard to get a space and to get the right amount of time to where you can able to teach these kids the adequate skills they need. And in my facility, I want to have more of a mentorship and teach them entrepreneurship and not just focus on the basketball. But somewhere they can come in, like I said, get a good meal after school, which is, I think, is one of the key components of these kids. Some of them out there, they go to school every day. They don't have anything to eat. So it's hard to get them to focus, hard to get them to play basketball or do anything. So we want to be able to feed them, we want to be able to mentor them, and also teach them about entrepreneurship and just life skills in general. So that's my next goal, to get my own facility somewhere in Augusta, Georgia. Well, that's dope, and I'm pretty sure that happened. Um, just got to keep pushing. As we all know, being in this game, you got to just stay focused and, and make sure that you keep your head down and, uh, it will come, uh, definitely true. Uh, speaking about entrepreneurship, uh, what was your first, who did you have like a role model or someone you looked to the, before you decided to go in business or did you just pretty much figure this thing out on your own so far? 
um, so far I've been figuring out on my own. Um, it's it's been a long road. It's been hard. Um, like I say, some some nights yeah. you you don't have anything to eat because you're giving everything to your to your business or to these kids. So so it's hard. But I've always had my mom in my corner, so she always support me. She said, if, if you do it, whatever you if you fall fall off, you always got us. Yeah. So that's what I kind of look to as a role model. Well, that's that's good because uh, I spoke last with last with our last week guest about um, figuring it out on your own, and we don't have the blueprint, but we're creating it, and it's and it's actually I like it better this way because yeah, I know that if I create the blueprint that is a blueprint of it may sound cliche but love because the love and the passion that i put into it that we all put into it that's why we all here because it's not because we're going to become these super rich individuals by doing this it's more of just the passion of trying to help our community because it's things that we didn't grow up with like no one really grew up too much of talking about speaking about nutrition in our neighborhood it was more about uh how many points you're gonna score how many touchdowns you're gonna you're gonna exactly, make and things exactly. like that so I saw as that uh, being a lane to actually help uh, with our community, always talking about health and just changing and trying to change the narrative. Um, and I'm personally, I'm fine with that. You know, I want to be able to help the next one. I know that each and every guest that I have on here, they don't do it for themselves. They do it for all of us because we are all in this together. And, and, and knowing that fact alone is, I think is very powerful uh, and you giving that and sharing that with the kids and they, I'm pretty sure they see it through your passion and what you do that is very important. It's not just all about me. I mean, again, in sports, you, you can't be a selfish individual because you're not going to, you're not going to win. Yeah. You're going to take away from that. And, um, and even speaking of that, being a unselfish and talking about team, uh, for is I'm going to take it back to the Georgia soul. How is, how is that chemistry? How is how is that team now with everything going on? How's the league? Um, well, the league is is still trying to um, play a couple of, at least exhibition games before the the season fully comes to an end. Um, as far as our organization, we still stay together. We have two or three practices a week. Um, we have great leaders. Our, our coaches, Coach Ron and Coach O, uh, they're, they're great guys. They keep. They keep the team team together, like I say, keep team morale high. Um, our owner, Miss Arnisha, um, great lady, like I say, she checks in all the time, which is good. And like I say, that that team morale, team bond is always great. And and actually, your work with Georgia. So how how did you hit? How did you get that opportunity? Did somebody just pick you? Uh, how did that? How did that happen? Um. Well, it was kind of a word word of mouth. Um, a lot of people have seen me train in the area, and they went to the owner and was like, "Well, we need to get this guy on board." And she came to me. We were at, actually at an alumni basketball game, and she was like, "I heard a lot about you. I've seen some of your stuff on Facebook. We'd love to have you a part of this team to be the lead trainer." So that's it. It started there. So it's just putting that work in every day. Like I never knew this opportunity was gonna come. But every day I was in the gym putting the work in. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what it takes. It takes constant work. This um, this path that we're on is not for the faint of heart because you have to be focused. You have to make sure every day you put a little bit in. I always say that it's like your bank account. You Even if you put a penny in, that's a penny more than you, than you actually had yesterday. So just constantly staying um, in two, I, I guess, 
pushing every day to get better if it's if it's not just with the physical but with the the business side of it uh learning more about taxes and things that we all hate but we all have to pay because we have businesses but um just learning more about that and laws and um and branding and marketing whatever you have to do because if once that's taken care of what we what we really love doing which is helping individuals that's easy um that becomes very very easy easier because all of the stuff the business stuff is taken care of um and speaking of the business stuff as far as your your organization your foundation do you have anybody helping you or is it a one-man show how does it how does it go right now it's a one-man show okay <laughs> yeah so so it's a lot i have to do my own promotion own own marketing do the the business the business stuff that i don't want to do i'm not really a talker don't like to be in front of people Mm-hmm. But I understand that where the world's going, how things are going in business right now, you, you got to be in front of people. You got to be the face of your organization. So I'm challenging myself now to, to do those type of things. And that's good. I mean, it's the same, same way here with me. Um, uh, people in personal life say that's opposite. That I, I do like to run my mouth, but I don't like to run my mouth when it comes to uh, so, so much of the business aspect uh, of Tate School of Fitness. I done got better over the years. But I, I used to think just like people will pick it up by the action of what they see on my socials and this, that, and third. And a good friend of mine, she was like, no, you need to, I need to see you. I need to hear you. I yeah. need to hear you more. I need you to talk about what you're doing because that's where the world is at. And speaking of the, the face-to-face, you know, we're all adjusting and adapting because of what's going on with uh, this pandemic and with not being able to meet face-to-face uh right now with our clients you know i done went mostly vir- virtual with what i do and i wanted to ask you for is like how has this new normal uh affected your business um well it's affected quite quite frankly a lot because mm-hmm. a lot of parents don't want to send their kids to a gym they don't know if it's sanitized they don't know how the, the balls are and, and those type of things so it's hurt a lot um, I've had to do a lot of outdoor training with some of the facility, facilities being closed. And even finding outdoor space now is hard because they'll shut down the parks at any moment. And it's hard to get kids, like I say, to come outside, even to train. So so that's been a hard part. But I've actually had the blessing of, during this time, doing the virtual training with the Boys and Girls Club for their summer camp. So I did two weeks of, the, of their camp which was beneficial. And once I get that, that footage, that's going to help a lot. Absolutely. Um, it, how, now that's the business aspect. And it all is funny when I ask entrepreneurs this question, when I say, well, how did it perfect, uh, affect you personally? How did it affect you uh, professionally? Because it's one in the same most time. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. but uh, for us, the personal left, uh, uh, personal, uh, how did it affect you personally? Man, I've had a lot of down days, man, to, to be honest, personally, because I, I love to be in the gym. I love to be around the kids. And it's like I say, it's my passion. It's what I love to do. So having those days where I can't get a gym and I have kids who want to get in the gym, it kind of it kind of hurts me because I know they want to work. They want to get better, but I don't have access to get get in the gym. So so personally, like I said, I've been down just being being at home. Absolutely. I mean, I think we all have because, like, again, this is especially when you're in a, a business of where you actually engaging with individuals on a regular base basis. Um, this has the distance um, has been challenging at times. Yeah, and we all had to pivot and we all had to adjust. But that's, again, where the facility is going to come in 
come in uh, because uh, then you can kind of call your own shots unless you, they totally shut you down, um, which I which has happened a lot. And then it's up and down. You never know. You don't know if it's going to be if you're going to have a space to handle to to hold your sessions. Are you not? Um, and yeah. again, that has affected me as well. But it's been a lot of it's it's been okay because the virtual has really made me uh have to challenge my energy in different spaces yeah. and have to be more creative. So it's it's a good and it's, and it's bad. Um and for us doing this uh pandemic, I have been more into uh meditating and this that thing to handle just my mental health around this whole big uh new normal and what's going on. Uh and for us what do you do now that you may have not done in the past to help you just cope, what do you do for your wellness? What do you do for your your health? Um, just like you said, I, I meditate more. Um, I get in my own little quiet space and just start thinking, try to be creative of how I can do things different the next day. Um, I started running a lot. Um, oh, yeah. cut, cut my music on and just get about three, four miles in. And like I said, that time, it's, it's just me, me and my thoughts. So that's, that's what I do a lot now. I started eating better a lot, too, because I don't eat out as much since the restaurant's been closed. Yeah. Try to cook a little more and try to cook healthy. So yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I mean, we yeah, we kind of picked it up as well to make sure that we got in some, at least three, a 5K every day. If it's not running, it's walking. But that definitely has been a, a, been a saver um, for us uh, because it just, again, we was going to the gym like every day, and sometimes I was in the gym twice a day. So for them to kind of take that away, we had to readjust. I mean, we're lucky we have a gym in our home, but I know everybody does not. Um, but it still didn't have, of course, all the bells and whistles of the gyms we go to. But we had to adjust. But going out and running, getting fresh air, if you can, because I know some people can't who are listening. But if you can, just get out there and just be safe. That's all you can do. Um, and as far as, uh, you know, being safe, the hand washing, the, what they tell us to do, you go ahead and do. I want to thank you, BJ, for coming on today's show, uh, Taste School of Fitness, Fitness Corner. Uh, could you tell the good people where they can find you, give them all your socials, and if you have anything coming up, what you got going on? Um, well, they can reach me on Facebook at Reggie BJ Cummings, and on Instagram at swoops underscore hoops and the number two, and that's swoops with a S, S W O O P S underscore hoops, H O O P S, and the number two. Um, we have our Thanksgiving camp that we do every year. That's coming up in November. Um, also, we're doing the is a Georgia South Carolina game coming up at MTAG July 18th, seven o'clock. So you, if you're in the Augusta area, please come out MTAG Fitness Facility. Absolutely, definitely got to come check that out. Uh, I, as usual, um, we want to give a book recommendation this week uh the book recommendation for the week is dapper dance made in harlem this book is legendary um this book is we i've been mentioned in pivoting he is the king of the pivot um very fascinating book great uh, great for not just entrepreneurs but everyone i think in life uh dapper dapper dan is very very inspiring uh, for as what we have going on with Tate School of Fitness, this week we have the Wellness Wednesdays. We have freeze hit Zoom class. 
at 5.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Please join if you want to. Just contact us on all of our socials. socials. Uh, Tate School of Fitness on Instagram. Tate School of Fitness 1 on Instagram as well. Tate School of Fit on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook now uh, under Ernest Tate. Uh, Tate School of Fitness. As always, thanks for all of your support and have a fit day.